0: going on everybody thank you for joining us on another episode of an earful in the emerald city thank you guys for being here we appreciate you listening um episode number 83 here you guys 83 we're still hard at it you know we missed a couple weeks there nobody's perfect you guys okay you know i'm human you guys are all human we make mistakes from time to time but you keep battling you keep doing the damn thing you keep convincing people to show up and uh good things happen eventually so but uh yeah we have got a good episode for you today uh in studio joining me uh was my good good buddy uh the count himself the very funny mr max hubbard joining me on the show today uh good chat with him he had a heart out uh uh unfortunately when he showed up here so we didn't quite get to go as long as we liked i mean you know i could, i could go all day with that guy you kidding me he's ridiculous but uh that's Exactly what I love about them, so but uh, yeah, please enjoy episode number 83 here, you guys. Uh, let me know what you think, give us a shout out afterwards, and uh, hope you enjoy. Oh, there it is. I gotta say, man, I like it when you keep it clean, you know. It's uh, I mean, you gotta mix it up, don't get me wrong, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, try new things, but when you keep it clean it just uh it just works well for you i i got this stop down in magnolia and there's this homeless guy this guy he's a fucking alcoholic you know nice guy he chats with me whatever i give him i give him some free shit sometimes and uh he was trying to get this job and he had a huge beard you know just looked fucking haggard and did all this stuff and just took it all down you know probably just the buzzer got the mm-hmm. whole thing up guy looked like he was almost gainfully employed you know, he he came a long way with just that.
1: Yeah, it looks weird when you have a long beard and then you cut it. It doesn't. It looks weird for a little while. You got to keep up on it before it looks normal and legit. Like you can tell someone just shaved their giant beard. Their face looks weird. That's true. Even yeah, though something. I didn't see him with a beard, I'm like, this something's <laughs> going on with this guy.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Well, and these guys, and now nowadays, these guys, they just they got these beards that, in my opinion are just fucking out of control. Right. You know, it's like, what, are we already in Sharia law here? You know, well, come now on, it's guys. It's
1: popular to have that. So it's like the the shaved head on the sides, long slicked back on the top, and then a giant beard. That's going to be the mullet of this period. We're going to look back on that setup and be like, look at this fucking guy with long-ass beard, shaved head, shaved head on the sides, and then long hair on the top. Yeah, that's this period's mullet. Like we're gonna look back and go, I can't believe people were walking around like that. That guy had a job, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, he wore a suit with that setup right there. Somebody
0: paid him to show up five days a week. Yeah, and what I don't get too is you get the guys who have the bald head; they have no hair at all, but then they. Have the huge, gigantic beard. It's like, yeah. bro, you overcompensate ever? Or? Yeah, it
1: looks like the magnet thing where you like <laughs> color the guy's beard or he's just a bald yeah. face.
0: We can put some hair on the top of him. Yeah, it's like, not doing anything to this, that's not a look. That's just a, a lack of any effort at all.
1: Yeah. Well, some of those beards do take a lot of effort, actually. They get like the, the oils that they rub through there, you know, keep it moisturized. Supposedly, that's why you look like a baby face when you cut the beard is because that skin under there has been, you know, nurtured with these natural oils. It stays Uh moist.
0: Protected from the sun.
1: Natural UV resistance. Yes. And so uh, when you cut it, eventually you look like a baby because it is baby. It hasn't aged for that period. Yeah. So there's something to be said for having a little bit of cover.
0: Yeah. Well, and if you got a really weird fucking jawline, Mm -hmm. you know, it kind of helps to even all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the George Lucas. Like that guy's
1: shaving a (laughs) jawline into his beard so you know when his chin stops. Because otherwise, it's just a gullet. It's just a straight from the bottom lip to his Adam's apple. It's all just one, it's one angle. Yeah. So he like, he shaves in the beard. He's like, okay, so this is where my jaw stops, just so you can see that.
0: Yeah, it's like fa- it's like a way of manipulating your face, you know. It's like Oh, he's a visual wizard.
1: You have yeah. seen Star Wars. I mean, he's
0: he's very good at that kind of stuff. Oh man, I mean, what if that's how he got his start back in his early 20s, you know, just visually manipulating himself to get laid at the bars? I applaud him. Yeah, have you seen his uh one of his first
1: movies with the duck? I think I talked about this last time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I the think duck. we did. You got to I still don't watch I it. I still don't know that fucking movie's name, but you got to watch this.
0: You know, you say what you want about the duck, but it was directed masterfully. Yeah.
1: All it, right. Well, it's widely regarded as like the worst movie in history, but I was, I enjoyed
0: it when I, I had a buzz going watching it. Yeah. I was at the uh, I was at the parade down the street here, uh, down at the waterfront. What parade? Uh, for Fourth of July. Oh. This was last last week, and there was like you know they have all these contingents, and it's like oh these people, and then oh these people walk through, and hey they wave, they throw some candy, they do whatever. They had a Star Wars contingent in the parade, just a big group of like 30, 40 people fully dressed up and everything. And I'm just looking at them like, like, wow, this is uh, impressive. You know, Independence Day can even get the nerds out of their mom's basement for a little bit of daylight. It's like, that's a a good thing, you know, as much as I want to give these guys wedgies and. Call them losers. It's crazy how much of a cultural
1: impact that movie has had. Because there is. It's like, that's beyond fandom. Like, people have tattoos. It's their life. Yeah, for real. Full life on the set of movies. What if someone was that into, like, Lord of the Rings or something? Or what's another, like, huge movie? How I, many? How many Lord of Rings are there? There's at or least something?
0: there was a, uh, the first three at least, and the more. I was talking to a guy the other day, actually, just speaking to people who are deep into this, and uh, I told him he's like, "So you've seen the Lord of the Rings, right?" You know, kind of a nerdy guy, you could tell, and I was like, uh, you know, I um, I saw the first one, uh, didn't didn't really get to the other ones. Whoa, you didn't wa- you didn't watch it? You didn't even see how it ended? Oh my god, dude, he was so fucking pissed. I haven't at me. seen like, a single one." I saw the first one and honestly, it was good. It was entertaining, you know. Obviously, the visual effects were good. It's just like it's so far fetched for me, you know. It's like I just can't. Yeah. I, I, at some point, I'm like, this is not going to happen ever. This is not going to exist. There's this battles not going to be fought. This I just I, I drift off and start thinking about real life again and how I can actually focus on making my actual life better. Well, that's why those movies are successful
1: because people hate their reality so much it like gives them an opportunity to escape for uh, you know two hours at a time yeah that's another huge movie though because or series because like i said i haven't seen a single one of them but i know all the characters and that's you know telling right there yeah like i know about Gollum, you know
0: i know how he talks and, and you know it's just they turn into such behemoths you know they like carry a mind of their own you get that momentum and obviously, it's there with Star Wars, and it's not going anywhere. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think Lucas looks at the new films though, and he's like, "Do you think he's like, man, I shouldn't have sell?" I don't think he gives. Or do a you fuck. just think he just jumps in his Bugatti and goes for a ride? A
1: Bugatti? He probably doesn't even drive those. He's like Scrooge McDuck rich. He jumps into a pile of money.
0: And he just built it from nothing, too. That's the thing, you know? They were just, like, in some studio, you know? Probably some fucking 2,000-square-foot shithole, and they were making costumes and doing all this stuff, and that's where the whole thing started.
1: Well, him and Spielberg. So that's, like, the reason why those two are so huge is because they're both badasses that, you know, by chance stumbled into each other one day, and then it was, like, you know... It stacked, stacked both of their successes up. Yeah. Uh, made them both better, because it's like, oh, here's another badass, and then they... You know, talk to each other when they're making their movies. Because I'm just getting through the Indiana Jones movies, too. Oh, yeah,
0: okay. There's another good series, too. Some of those
1: are kind of... Mm, they don't hold up as well, but I can see they're they're good movies. Yeah, yeah. I just watched the second one with the little Asian kid.
0: Oh, yeah. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. Yeah, you got to always appreciate anybody who wants to fight and punch a Nazi in the face. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's a very popular thing to do these days.
1: It's true. Yeah. Um, zombie... Uh, Nazis, all that yeah that 's an excuse to like mow down huge mm-hmm. groups
0: of people and people are like, oh, yeah. okay, or silence their speech <laughs> yeah that was uh i don't know it was, it was funny you say that too, like you know like how they got their start, I saw this meme on the internet the other day, and it was uh it was apple um apple where they started and it showed the house or whatever you know or the garage or they were working on it and then it showed their headquarters like that they have now which i don't even know how much they spent on that stuff probably that place probably a couple billion i'm guessing at least yeah probably. but um yeah it's just like maybe maybe apple is the is the evil empire you know maybe they're the they've created the death star down there in santa clara
1: well they say that yeah they've did spend billions on that, and there the rumor is that there 's like a large spaceship under it, and that
0: whole structure will lift off at a certain point point. <laughs> and that 's how we get Elysium what is that that 's that movie with Matt Damon where everybody lives oh yeah, yeah on the, yeah, yeah. In, the fucking, in the space place that's what well, God it really could be it fucking looks like that, dude. the way they have that facility well, set like, up, try and stop me i 'm already <laughs> too far ahead i'm yeah. By the time you found out what I was doing, it's too late. Yeah, you think your antitrust lawsuits is gonna stop this <laughs> fucking shit? Give me a break. We got a two hundred two hundred billion dollars of cash we're sitting on right now. We could buy the U.S. government if we wanted How to. How does that
1: work, by the way? I mean, where do they hold that money? <laughs> so I, who knows Fort Knox? That's well, because it's mean, not like they don't have like a B of, B of a savings account. they have two hundred yeah. billion dollars. Yeah. Like, where do you what do you do with that?
0: It's it, honestly, it's probably just in a fucking computer somewhere. It's just numbers and. But what is that? That doesn't make sense. Well, well, and and that's the thing. Like the Federal Reserve, people don't realize this, but a lot of the money that the Federal Reserve creates is is just on a keyboard on a computer screen. Well, that's most you know, money they, now. Yeah. yeah, they send it to the banks and shit. It's like, and what is that? That is that even real? But two
1: hundred Do billion dollars. Like, does someone have a debit card to that money, or like, like what is, are someone getting? balances. Steve,
0: Steve Jobs' wife.
1: Like their monthly balance. Like, hey, here's your here's your income statement for the the week. Yeah, and you pull it, you're like, oh, okay, two hundred
0: bill looks right. <laughs> all right, they got to print it the long way just so you can see all the zeros Check, on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't fit vertically. God, yeah, that company. uh I mean, I don't know. They're, they're you look at the market cap right now. They're like, I think it's like seven hundred. maybe even a little bit more than that. Yeah, there's a... People want to say they're the first trillion dollar.
1: Well, there's a race between, yeah, Alphabet, Amazon, and Apple. Like, which one is going to be the first trillion dollar market cap? And they say it'll happen, you know, shortly after 2020 is what it's forecasted to be. 2020, yeah. Yeah. Because there's going to be that incremental spike again with the (laughs) technology and all that automation.
0: Yeah. Well, Well, and that's Amazon's whole thing. I mean, people don't realize this, but... Yeah, they're setting up a great business model for themselves and they're killing it. They're crushing it. They're eating everybody else's lunch. But basically what they're doing is just using technology to eliminate employees. Right, like that's where they're getting their money. Like they, like they bought Whole Foods. Yeah, well, they're going to implement new technologies there. They've had a, they've tested beta stores where you just, you just walk into the Amazon, right, and yeah, they have your account linked up, and well, you don't even check out. There's just,
1: several cameras and sensors, so like when mm-hmm. an item's lifted off, they know it's associated with like whatever chip you're carrying around. Yeah, and so, but in those beta stores, people were like, "This is creepy. This feels weird. This is like too future." It, made people uncomfortable. Yeah. And so that's the strategic move to buy Whole Foods where it's earthy, it's, you know, not very intimidating. Yeah. This is all natural. And so they're you know, it offsets <laughs> each other. Yeah, well it offsets it. It's like something creepy in technology. Yeah. And then something, you know, non GMO and whole whole foods, wholesome. Yeah, all the you know natural wood everywhere, so it offsets it, and then all of a sudden people are like, oh okay. So that's what I bet this they'll do. Right, I guess they'll incorporate that yeah. idea with the Whole Foods thing. It
0: probably did have a really eerie feeling to it, like just knowing that nobody's. I mean, people are watching you, but it probably felt like nobody was watching you too at the same time. There's you like know?
1: sensors. Like, what if you just. You're reading the back of the pasta sauce like they're okay. He picked it up. He picked it up. The sensors like he's going for it. Well, there's supposed to be like an insane amount of cameras in there too, because yeah. it's like rec- you know body recognition where you're moving.
0: Yeah, it but must then, have felt weird in there though.
1: There's a ton of data of like you know your route through the store, where you paused, where yeah. you stood the longest. Yeah, what, I, the track and everything. I mean, they probably already have that kind of info, though. You See? think Albertsons wasn't doing that?
0: Yeah, uh, that's true. They could be. That's they could be. But yeah, and that's and and that's uh, you know, once once you get to that, it's like I will say there is one thing that would be nice about that is I go to Winco, and although Bill Burr is highly against this, <laughs> I have to pack up all my own groceries every time. You know, that is a pain in the ass, though. <laughs> it, it is. It definitely is. There's no question about it. But so the nice thing about that would be. You take it off the shelf, put it in your cart, and it's in your bag, and then boom, you're done. You know, you're not doing that shit twice. So that's
1: messed up. Winco should definitely have people putting stuff away. They fire I I know.
0: I know get a get a, a
1: special ed kid. That's, exactly that's who everyone else has. Exactly. Just get hire two or three of them, you know? No he will never bitch about ten dollars an hour. He's just yeah. happy to be there.
0: You think he has to pay rent? No. <laughs> he's got he's got no
1: bills. Obviously not spending money on a
0: haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they fire people through too. They have like two lines, and then they'll like shoot all your shit one way, and then they'll shoot all the other person's shit the other way, and then they'll you know keep switching it back and forth. Well, I remember so. you told me about Winco, and I'd
1: never been there before, so I went yeah. in there to just look at like their beer selection because everyone has like the same chips and you know whatever. So I was looking yeah. at their beer, and uh, someone was telling me there was a beer there that had the super old school. It basically is like a the pineapple juice can. You know where you have to like have a a key to like puncture the put a hole in it. It's like the ultimate hipster beer, <laughs> and so I looked it up and uh, it's called Church Key, and I can't find this shit anywhere. Like it, I think uh, it got discontinued or something. Oh really? But I called around to several different spots to try to locate this stuff. I was on a mission to get to get this. Yeah. Because uh, it was my buddy's birthday, huge hipster dude. So I was like, "This is this will make people laugh."
0: Do you have one of those old punches? It comes with the six pack. It comes with it. Yes. Wow, that's a great value.
1: Fuck yeah, it is. Jesus. Yeah, you'd have those keys sitting around everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, show sure. you yeah, fucking... I couldn't
1: find them though. Huh. Every. You know, I talked to guys who were in charge of the beer at the store, and they're like, "Yeah, we uh, we carry that. Actually, you know what? We haven't had that in for a little while. I wonder. I don't know what happened to that. Yeah, I can't track it down."
0: People don't realize how um how quick uh the stores burn through stuff you know not only like new products or different products but just the food that they have on the shelves period like I hang out with some people uh down who live in Seattle and you know one of my buddies he's got a really nice place, cool spot in a cool area. I open up his fridge and it's like a, it's like a fucking moth flies out of there. All what? Right? There's no, there's nothing in there but just. Oh, I even really, no, I like, that's no, fucking just, gross. <laughs> no, it's just nothing. There's nothing but condiments in there. It's like there is, it's like what the. This is so fucking shameful. Like, and what these people don't under, they, they don't think about is that if something happened. You know, there's an earthquake. Something disrupted, and the truck stop showing up at the grocery stores. That shit's gonna be gone in like a day. Yeah. You know, they don't, there's, they think, that, oh, there's a week supply. You know, I'll get down there. I'll, I'll get down there on Thursday. It'll be fine. You know, they'll have stuff. No, it's gonna be wiped out. All that stuff. Like, and they rotate through products too, cause, you know, there's just so many different shit that they had to try and they wanna get new stuff in. You know, you gotta always be changing it up. But,
1: uh, yeah, uh, water is a big thing with that too. As they say, you know, you gotta stock like a certain amount of water in case that happens. But, I disagree with that. I don't think you need to do that. I think if you keep a large enough supply of bleach on hand, because mm-hmm. that chlorine is what you know sterilizes and can clean water, and it only takes like three drops per five gallon drum. Really? Hmm. So if you keep your fresh bleach, you know, first in, first out. You gotta just keep bleach handy. Then you, you know, then you can actually have a better position in this new, you know every man for himself area. Yeah. If you're swinging that's true. a gallon of bleach. you like, I'll, Hey, I'll clean your water. Yeah. That's clean, got a purpose to break it, me yeah. off a gallon. I'll clean your five.
0: And it's funny too. Cause yeah, I, I look, I think about that and me right now, the lifestyle that I live at this current moment, I don't have any fucking need for any bleach. You know, I don't need to have that shit around. There's course, no purpose for it, but yeah, you're right. When stuff can't be readily available and produced.
1: I mean, I have a 55 gallon drum of bleach on the side of my house just because of, you know, I'm cleaning houses yeah. every week so think of that you you'd be I running shit
0: you'd be running shit there's
1: people who have more than that but. yeah
0: that's true that's true but i know that, that, that that's what's crazy to think about that too because yeah if there is that kind of breakdown and something happens even if it like i said just a natural disaster you know something happens everything becomes a commodity at that point when stuff can't be produced again every single thing com- becomes a, commodity. A, a fucking plastic fork a plastic fork is now a commodity. Could ultimately somebody boil, oh yeah. Somebody might want that for whatever purpose and trade you something that you 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 deem valuable.
1: Yeah, who knows? Maybe the yeah, it would reach a point where all the metal utensils are better served, melted down into something else. Mm-hmm. So now you're you well, actually fuck that. I would just use sticks. Yeah. Go back to the basics, <laughs> chopsticks.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Just, but how do you clean a chopstick, though? You know, how do you keep that sanitary? Just
1: stick it as deep into your mouth as you can, and just pull it out.
0: <laughs> get a little root in there too. But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy, though. I got. I, I gotta always think about that shit. I've been. I watch. I get into those YouTube uh, time warp, you know, uh, doomsday video scenarios, and just white knuckling it on the couch.
1: Yeah, don't watch the doomsday. <laughs> if you want to white knuckle, watch some conspiracy things. Yeah. I watched a uh, a moon landing conspiracy thing last, maybe last Sunday.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's pretty interesting. I'm not saying, I don't think we landed on the moon. I'm not saying that. I went from we definitely landed on the moon to, I, I'm not sure. I'm in the middle. I don't know if we did. I don't know if we didn't. I don't have enough information. Yeah.
0: That's exactly how I feel.
1: There's definitely some weird stuff going on there
0: well, yeah, I mean you never know they've they've shot some stuff in studios, you, you know you can't put it past these people for sure,
1: well, and they were releasing videos to the public, and so those ones might have been shot in a studio, just to like hey, this we didn't we weren't able to capture what actually happened, mm-hmm. so we'll just you know shoot some studio stuff, so we have some press stuff to release, yeah, but so then that makes it very blurry. Hold on a sec, what else are you? What else are you doing? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to draw the line.
0: Yeah, you start getting rid of that integrity of your, yeah, uh, now of your I reporting. Have to, now I have to question everything. Yeah, yeah. Alex Jones talked about that too. He, he said something too about uh You definitely how... can't watch too much <laughs> Alex Jones, man. You can't watch
1: too many conspiracies too, or too yeah, much Yeah, yeah, because then, then
0: you think everything's a, a farce and <laughs> everybody's trying to pull the wool over you. But uh, no, he was talking about how some kind of certain film it, it, it can't go back through the um, atmosphere you know, like the heat, it's like heat sensitive or something weird like that. Hmm. And it, it gets fried up potentially when they do that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know all the details and stuff. That's, that's just what they brought up. But you never, you never know though, man. I mean, you never know. They, they, well,
1: the weird thing with the moon thing is, uh, they said like, okay, why haven't we gone back? And they said, well, we would have to reinvent all the technology to get back up there. And it's like, well, how come? And they said, all of the technology we used to get there got destroyed. We don't know where it is. Like, we don't have any of the information. It just got lost. It's it's not available anymore. And so that's kind of weird, right?
0: Isn't there some blueprints we can look at here?
1: It's all gone. Because they were like, yeah, exactly. The, where the blueprints? And I they mean, said, yeah, there wasn't well, computers, but... A lot of this was, you know, subbed out to different contractors. Northrop Grumman did some. Boeing did some. And it's like, well, are they not keeping records? They don't have anything, yeah, and so it's kind of suspicious you know we'd have to invent everything from the ground up again,
0: yeah, seems weird. this is uh you're the way you were looking at that, you know you said you know you said you thought for sure now you say, well, maybe, maybe we didn't, and uh that's exactly how I feel about global warming, you know, and I think honestly it's well, kind they the-
1: changed the name from global warming to climate change because. That, that probably better describes it.
0: Yeah, well, and it's a more broad brush that you can paint. You know, all different kinds of things into that one thing. But that's exactly how I feel. You know, it's like, oh, this was a sure thing, ninety-seven percent, blah, 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 all this stuff. And now you like you watch some of the other videos of people, you know, talking about the the relationship between CO two and temperature, and it's like, you know, there's not necessarily a direct correlation there. I mean, there's been some times where there's a lot of CO two in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. and it was actually cooler than it is now. And so it's like, if you don't have all the information, you can't be too quick to jump to a conclusion. I mean, they, they made a good point. Uh, one of the guys I was watching talking about this. There's no such thing as a consensus in science. That's not how science works. You know, it's not, oh, uh, yeah, we all agree. Global warming's going on, uh, man-made, all this stuff. We've got to change it. Got to fix everything. It's like, there's no consensus in science. Well, That's not how it works.
1: A large majority of the world scientists agree that, climate change is a real thing that's happening.
0: Yeah, uh, yes, but there's also a lot that don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I mean...
1: Well, there's fringe, because we're got we talking about a large population of people. Of course, I mean... Nine well, we're out, talking
0: tens of thousands, probably, though.
1: Nine out of ten dentists say chew trident, you know? There's always
0: going to be a... A, <laughs> a dissenter.
1: A few that don't agree or go against the grain for whatever reason. Yeah.
0: But uh, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I just... I, I think to risk potentially negatively harming our economy when we don't have all the facts i think i think to make a bad decision on climate is much worse than making no decision on climate
1: yeah but our economy it's like that's kind of a short-term thinking like you know oh our economy i would need some money it's like well what if we're fucking things up permanently for a long time yeah like who gives a fuck about your little snapshot
0: here? We're looking broader than that. Who cares so much money you had in your bank
1: account? There was that humongous glacier that just fractured off of I think it was Antarctica. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Have you seen the video for that? Huh. It's very crazy. Is it pretty intense. They said yeah. it was um they said it was larger than um Delaware, larger than Luxembourg. <laughs> so it's a whole country. Yeah. And so there's video from an airplane that you can find online in a uh, you can see it like separating, like this huge crack just maturing and getting larger and larger and larger. You can't even see the other side. Oh, like It really? goes on so far that you know you can't even see where it starts, where it stops. Where the it's coast just this is, Giant yeah. crack. You know, getting bigger and bigger. I think it's floating around right now. Yeah, probably. I think,
0: I think it just broke off a couple days ago. That's and I and I love it too because people are like, "Oh, you see, you see, you see this break. You see this is a perfect example." And it's like. Well, no, not really. I mean, that stuff happens all the time with glaciers. Well, this is the largest one that's ever – I mean, but larger gonna,
1: than countries, <laughs> larger than states.
0: Yeah, but maybe there's just a fracture somewhere in the ice somewhere. I that, mean, you're I mean, right. They, you can't extrapolate that we have a problem with rising temperatures well, just because a, a glacier broke well, off. again,
1: it's not necessarily rising temperatures. Climate change. So things are higher and yeah. lower. So – you know it's snowing in Arizona and stuff.
0: The Antarctic ice uh sheet has actually risen in the last couple of years. It's mm-hmm. actually grown, but the Antarctic one is receding and it, I think technically it receded a little more than the Antarctic grew. And that one holds more so,
1: ice too. So there's Well, one... it
0: controls sea level because that that ice it is actually more... on the water. Right. You know, Antarctic that's on actually on a continent. So
1: yeah, I mean little chips chip off all the time like you're all saying the time, yeah. but that's this one is unprecedented because of its size it's sheer volume is you know yeah h- way huger than anything that's ever happened before
0: if you were actually on that would you feel that as you were writing that out do you think <laughs> who knows i mean because like you said you look around and you don't even see where the you probably the feel wa- it when it slams into argentina or something y- yeah
1: where does that thing go <sighs>
0: Yeah, do they track it? You know,
1: <laughs> okay, someone <laughs> better be tracking that thing.
0: A little fucking seal or something with a camera on it.
1: There are scientists that are kind of excited about it though, because it's separating a wall of ice that's you know been whole for a long time. So now you have access to this you know edge that has yeah. previously been locked that's down. True. So there's like
0: see that permafrost from fifty thousand years there's ago. There's like
1: organisms and stuff that are you know they didn't have access to. Yeah. So they can drill in from the side.
0: Yeah, and plus oil too.
1: Oil, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's another
0: fight, too. Yeah, the Antarctic now.
1: You're sounding like a climate change denier here, Aaron. <laughs> Am I correct in assuming assuming that?
0: Uh, I'm a climate change skeptic. Oh, he's I'm being a, very a, careful a, with I'm his a words. skeptic. You have to these days. <laughs> you have to play it every single one out. No, I... Um, I just, I don't think that uh, enough of the information is in. I, I do believe, I think most people these days believe in climate change. Yeah. I, I do think most people in general believe in that. The question is, is it caused by man? It, it, can, can we fix this? And what are the repercussions of it? You know, because I mean, you ask people, what's the perfect temperature for the planet? 77 is when I'm most comfortable. <laughs> when I, per my world, in my world. 70- no, it's like you ask the people that question, like who can answer that? You know, and who who are we to say, maybe it needs to be a little cold. Maybe it needs to be a little warmer right now. You know, we're coming off of a mini ice age from, I think it was like 400 years ago or something. And so I I just don't, I don't want to, I'd rather not risk harming the economy. And yeah,
1: but dude, me and you are retarded in the, I don't know anything. I don't have a master level of climate change, you know, and I will say though, I don't like seeing Bill Nye on TV talking about it too. Cause I dug into that guy a little bit. He's not even a scientist. No, he's no, he got an engineering degree or something. Yeah, he's an engineer, which again, I don't want to. He's obviously very intelligent, but he's not a scientist. Mm-hmm. So this should not be a, our go to guy. Um, yeah. Like, okay, Bill Nye said climate change is real. It's like, okay,
0: well, that's just like me saying it. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't carry as much weight as it does. But at the same time, just because you're not a scientist, doesn't mean you can't have an opinion on this and state what you think is fact yeah, but I'm and what saying, you think is not. But that I don't
1: know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, I'm just I only absorb what I hear and then form my own opinion. It's probably not the best way to do it. I'm not a scientist. Yeah. The scientist is like un, you know, supposed to be unobjective, just looking at raw data and coming to a conclusion. Yeah.
0: I just feel that there's a lot of people who, you know, they got mad at Trump when he pulled out of Paris accord and i feel like there's a lot of people who think that there's a problem and so they just want the government to take care of it
1: yeah i know but so that that's the problem though he's he pulled out he just left he left early so it's like that's like when you're arguing or you know i shouldn't say arguing but you know having a disagreement with your girlfriend and you're like trying to explain something to her just having a conversation and she just storms out of the room and slams the door it's like well okay we can't even get to the bottom of this cuz you just stopped the whole conversation here like so you can't leave early cuz that's a bad move at least sit there hear the whole thing and then
0: make yeah. your little decision but he but he just took a trip there and he's recently said that he's you know willing to be involved on some level yeah cuz when he, he got
1: back everyone was like you fucking idiot what are you doing you can't
0: leave but but at the same time all those people that could say that how, what do they know about the paris accord I mean, why is this the plan that's going to make it happen for us finally and solve this problem?
1: Well, it's not necessarily that. It's starting the conversation. It's like the the biggest, baddest motherfuckers all get together. It's like the top countries. It's like the G20. It's like the twenty most important are invited to this. You know, we're not inviting. You know, name a country in Africa. We're not <laughs> inviting those to, to make like important decisions in the direction of the world. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, you guys just keep burning elephant dung to keep yourselves warm. All right, we'll be...
1: I can't fault them for uh, we'll be using, doing uh, what they got to do to make it we Yeah, make we'll, their, we'll make be using
0: solar panels and wave generation and tides. But I just, me personally, when it comes to the issue of climate change, I think that we're going to solve this problem a lot more efficiently if us as individuals take on the responsibility of living a... Um, life of less consumption than if the government is going to try to tackle this this task because the government doesn't do anything well and I I have zero confidence that they can be like oh yeah we're going to solve climate change by doing this this and this and it shouldn't be a problem I mean Germany just converted a bunch of their they're basically running most of their power off of like solar and some wind I think but I think it's mainly solar and their carbon emissions just went up recently one of the last couple years their carbon emissions went up after they've changed their entire energy source.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you heard of the Volkswagen story. That's, you know, <laughs> oh, Volkswagen's the blame. Oh, boy. Carbon emissions. Yep. Um, it's, so that does make sense. We have to adjust on a personal level. But so the reason why the government would get involved is because they have the widest reach. You know, they can talk to the bozo in Tennessee and Florida. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to those states. And then, also they can reach everyone, so it's like that information can get yeah, we got spread the best we got Twitter them. now though, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Trump hits everyone,
0: yeah, oh yeah, but the, but they but yeah give the government credit for that though. Trump has always been a tweeter,
1: yeah, but I well, you brought up Twitter, yeah, well, I'm I'd... saying the government spreads the message the best, yeah, so if you know or the propaganda if they go, okay, yeah, <laughs> if we go to the Paris meetings and that's the result they come up with is we need to switch this up on a personal basis. Then everyone goes back to their countries and disseminates that information, spreads it out to everyone. Mm-hmm.
0: I uh, Right after actually he pulled out of that agreement, there was the uh, solstice uh, down in Fremont. I know that's an event you know well. And they have the parade, you know, they had a couple floats, and uh, one of the floats was about the Paris Accord, you know, Trump standing on the Eiffel Tower, and they got all these windmills, which I don't even know what the message they were trying to get across there was. (laughs) But they had another one, too, with Trump, and it was him, and he had the crazy, wacky hair, and then, you know, his goofy face, whatever. And then he had a giant, bulbous ass sticking out of the back of his pants. And while the float was going down the street, there was a bunch of hot... 20-somethings who would run up to it, uh, kick him in the ass a couple times, and then run back to their spot on the side of the street.
1: Sounds like fun.
0: And I was like, all right, this is the country we live in now. A bunch of hot chicks can kick our president in the ass, and nobody's going to say a word to them because they want to have sex with them.
1: Yeah, that solstice parade is a lot of fun though.
0: It, no, it's a great event and it's, I mean it's always fun. If you like people, it's always fun to be around that many people at one yep. time, but it's like dude, you're you're booting our president in the ass. Like you guys eh. look you guys look like 7-year-olds. Yeah, but you guys look like 7-year-olds. Everyone's having
1: a good time down there. Well,
0: yeah, they were loving it. They were. It was like a game of whack-a-mole. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good time. We missed the naked bike riders, though, so that was uh, definitely a disappointment. Them. Yeah, we were a little late. We were a little late. there. I thought, I thought they were last. They went first. You yeah, know?
1: they always go first. They always go
0: first? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that is a fun part of the parade, but it's never,
0: you know... Parades around here aren't the same as you know parades in the heartland of America.
1: Well, it's like because the naked bike riders do the body paint, which you know ultimately smears and gets a little discolored.
0: Especially when those fat, fatty start sweating, it's
1: not the most attractive <laughs> naked body you've seen. So it's again, it's fun. You know, it makes everyone giggle, and it's it's a fun part of the the parade. But uh, my highlight of that parade or solstice time down there in Fremont is just drinking it's like on a batch day drinking yeah street is closed people aren't even brown bagging it they're just yeah they're sucking just on tall containers. boys <laughs>
0: yeah, wherever wherever you want to walk I know it's funny like we we pulled up and uh you know there were, <laughs> we just like brought we just like brought a six-pack and some booze and we like didn't even have a container to put it in yeah, or anything we were just like we kind of look at each other like uh we're gonna do this one then or if you have a red cup you are going above and beyond oh that that is the red cup is a green light to drink
1: yeah people are impressed You're like wow you you are respecting laws (laughs) most of us aren't yeah good on you you got to get a little crazy for those uh when was that i can't believe i missed that uh probably about a month ago now i've
0: First time I missed that in probably six years. It was it was a pretty good one. The day it it rained for a split second, but, uh, that's actually pretty typical. A, a little yeah, a little rain ain't gonna kill my buzz though. <laughs> Not when I'm about eight be- eight beers deep and haven't eaten anything to, all day long. Now that's the
1: best too. Oh god, day drinking on an empty stomach. Yeah, I that know. is definitely two,
0: the move. Two beers and you're already to the home the glory land.
1: Yep. Yeah, and if you really do it correctly, you party the night before. And so you have rollover minutes. Mm-hmm. You have one beer. You're right back where you left off.
0: You're astonished that you don't have a pounding headache. You know, you're like, oh, wow. this is Well, a- even
1: if you do, a little hair of the dog gets you right back into the game again. Yeah.
0: What is it about day drinking that makes it so, so enjoyable?
1: I don't know. I think the sun just kind of hurts your eyeballs. Yeah. You get that squint going on. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you tie one on in a bar and then you open the door and it's still light out. You're like, holy shit.
0: Yeah. You're like the guys from varsity blues I'd coming like, out of the strip yeah, club. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I don't want your life. <laughs> Fire the fucking pigskin. <laughs> oh man. Didn't the who's the who's the big guy in that Billy movie? Billy Bob. Billy Bob. He died. Yeah, he did. It's the only movie I know him from. Yeah. He uh
0: you know, he was. I mean, I thought he was healthy at any size. You know, I mean, he's <laughs> he part of the club. But I uh, maybe maybe that's another one of those conspiracies. Who knows? Yeah,
1: big black too recently. Actually, a lot of
0: black entertainers. I feel like somebody else too from some two live crew or whatever just passed too. And that guy was like fifty one. Like,
1: yeah, it's not tight. Phew,
0: Jesus Christ! no. somebody was singing a song earlier too about living to one hundred and one. I was like, one hundred and one.
1: I was watching Dr. Oz a couple months ago. Not proud of that. But uh, he was saying, if you can hear my voice, you should expect to live past 120. And I was like, dude, there's a cancer patient in a hospital bed <laughs> listening to this right now. You can't just say shit like that. Come on, bro. Yeah, it's just <laughs> reckless. And that's yeah. the thing. Unlike Bill Nye the Science Guy or Dr. Phil, like that guy is a legit heart surgeon. Yeah. So he should know better.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like how about managing people's expectations, bro? you know like jesus christ the, i'm gonna be start getting sick at eighty five and I'm gonna be pissed off about this you know it's like if i if I do any honestly getting to fifty years old and maintaining employment and you know maintaining a place to live that seems like such an arduous task for me at this point, like I forget seventy five or eighty get give me to fifty, and I think i'm gonna be doing okay actually.
1: Well, what's that retirement age? like where you're allowed to retire and get benefits? Th- I think it's 65. 65. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: by the time we're able to retire, it's going to be about 85, but
1: and well, it'll be adjust for a lifespan. Right? Yeah. you got another 20 years okay, in your pal. Sorry, sorry guys <laughs> Yeah, you got to keep working. I uh, hear
0: McDonald's is iron.:
1: That sounds <laughs> terrible. I mean, I'm 31, like to have to do it a, a, a whole another 30 years again. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I got to figure something out.
0: Yeah, I know. We're already breaking down. No shit. I saw I read an article the other day too that said boomer, boomers have ha, are still working through their mat- retirement years, like a majority of them. Yeah, no you know? choice. Yeah. And so uh, yet the yet the um late, the uh workforce participation rate is going down. So you know what that means is you got a bunch of
1: they're holding jobs that the next wave should be taken.
0: Well, yeah, exactly, and and yet this rate is still going down. So what's happening is you got all these fucking antifa kids who don't have any jobs, and so they're out there fucking rioting and protesting and busting out windows and doing all this shit. And I mean, they're they're the idle hands of our days now, you know. Yeah. And yeah, because you're right, because they're they're not rolling over. There's not those new jobs and not kind of cycling through, so. But, I mean, that had to be so fucked, though, dude, when you retired, when you saved up for, like, 20, 25 years, 30 years, and then you were looking to retire in 2010, and just, woof, just half of your shit just fucking gone in a matter of six months, eight months.
1: Yeah, it would have been cool to buy some, like, spider ETFs that, like, go across the whole, the whole, uh, like, Dow Jones or the whole S&P mm-hmm. Like, that'd be crazy. You could have doubled your shit up easy. Fuck yeah. More and that, than that because it was down at like 6,000 at one point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was watching a, a video from earlier and it was in, yeah, the Dow was like 11,000. I was like, that was 10, 10K ago. Jesus. But uh, yeah, no, you could. And the thing is, that shit happens so quick. I mean, it's not a straight line. You know, you got a huge down day, huge up day, right. even huger down day, you know, but it happens in a quick amount of time. But again you know you feel i've said this on the podcast before and i'll say it again when you're you know when you're going with a bearish bet when you're betting on the market to not to go down to tank and it doesn't you feel like you were wrong twice right because not only did you lose the money cuz you made take the wrong side of the bet but you were that asshole that hoping the fucking bottom fell out and yeah. you were looking to cash in on it how dare you yeah you you lost twice you bet against us <laughs> you lost twice there i mean if if you if it pays off you look like a genius you know, there's some guys, I mean, you saw The Big Short. I mean, you saw that movie. yeah. And, you know, those guys, they took some pain. They took some big pain. Uh, but then when the, when the time came, they were reaping some huge benefits, you know. so And they, they look like geniuses. And, again, you, you look like an asshole when you're – but it's like, hey, at some point you have to be a realist. Uh, investing isn't about what feels good or what you like or this or that. No, it's where is the money going to come from? Where is right. it going and where is it going to come from? And where can I buy something that everybody else is trying to sell and I can get a great price on it?
1: Yep, it's uh, it's all uh, fake. You know, it's just like playing poker. You just got to time it. When are you in and when are you out? You just got to... And it takes some experience. You got to fuck up a few times before you're good at cards. Oh, yeah. You can't just play poker with people who've been playing it. They're, you know, 10 years ahead of you. Yeah. Got to take some losses before you really really
0: learn about it's part of getting experience in anything really Mm -hmm. but you can also you can also hit some dumb luck throw close your eyes and throw a dart a dartboard and absolutely you know that's 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 almost that's like the weird part of it and that's almost kind of kind of the beauty of it too you know Mm -hmm. but i would say this to marcus and it still baffles me the craziest thing in this world that we've created here in my opinion has to be the stock market it's completely man made. It's not there's nothing natural to it at all. There's logarithms and all this crazy bullshit that's driving it. It's completely man made and nobody knows what the hell's going on. Right. We we created this and we have no clue what is what the deal is. Nobody has it broken down. There's people who will tell you they have it broken down. Nobody fucking has it. I mean some people get lucky sometimes, but nobody knows what the hell's going on. Well
1: yeah, they have the experts who like write books and it's like this guy's beaten it, you know, twenty or like five years in a row or something, but then after that, there's a new guy who's got five because that guy, you know, shit the bed ultimately. Mm-hmm. Like no one has a flawless track record. No, it's
0: completely random. Even you know, the guy the who's doing years.
1: it even the guy who's doing it every single day for like 15, 20 years, he mm-hmm. still is not flawless. Yeah.
0: And that's why there's a lot of like hedge funds and private equity firms and stuff like that who, yeah, they're crushing it 10, 15, 20 years. These guys are killing these guys are killing it. Had a fucking horrendous year and the whole thing blew up. Right. And the company went out because you had one just god awful year where you made all the wrong bets at the wrong time, you know? And everybody's susceptible to that. And again, that's like the free market kind of doing its thing, you know? It's like, it gives everybody a shot. I mean, we were talking about, you know, the top 1% and it's like, this isn't just a, a private gated community where these people live. It's like, this is constantly changing. It's rotating, you know, the people who are in the top 1% this year. Half of them won't be there anymore in five years. Right. You know, half of them. I mean, it's always changing. Wherever you're at on the income bracket, you're not going to stay there forever. People come
1: into the one, they come out of the one percent. They yeah, people are just popping jumping in and around
0: out. all the time. I mean, to sit and say that there's this one elite group that is, you know, again in their ivory tower somewhere, you know, posted up. It's it's nonsense. It's ridiculous. There
1: are those guys, but not that's not the majority. Well, yeah, I was it's Jeff a, Bezos,
0: it's uh, Bill Gates, it's Warren oh my Buffett.
1: God, it, how about this uh, meme I just saw on the Well, it's not really a meme, but it's a picture of uh, Jeff Bezos in 1998 and then a picture of him in 2017. looks like this, you know. Do, you have, hair back? Do you have hair back then? Oh, yeah. He yeah. looked like a total piece of shit. <laughs> you know, not confident, maybe has an idea. And then the other picture, it's like. Just big dick swinging, like, yeah. get the fuck out of my way. Yeah,
0: now he looks like a Bond villain. Yeah. <laughs> God, this guy's fucking taking over. But speaking of taking over, though, my boy Max here has a hard out at, uh, well, it doesn't matter what time do you guys, because you're listening to this way fucking later. So yeah, that's uh, true. But he's got a hard out. He uh, he did some hard nose negotiating with his lady. And God damn it, I appreciate him for it.
1: Hey, I appreciate you.
0: Yeah, hey, so thanks for coming out. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. Episode number... God damn, I think it's 83. I've been fucking the numbers up really bad the last couple of weeks. My counting is just not what it once was, you know? You, you take 10 years off from the the school shit and it all goes to hell in a handbasket. So, But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Earful in the Emerald City. Hope you guys appreciated it. Uh, check us out on uh, Twitter, at Earful in E-City. Um, Marcus actually got us blocked recently by some feminists. Uh didn't really appreciate the hate speech that was coming out of his mouth. I, I like to look at it as uh, hate facts, but you know everybody has their own view of things. So, but uh, check us out there, guys, or uh, shoot us an email if you got something you want us to talk about or something you want to discuss. Uh, Emerald City Podcast at gmail.com uh yeah thank you guys for joining us uh enjoy that summer out there get some of that uh good vitamin d for you it's good for your soul you know uh get out there and enjoy it appreciate you guys and uh thank you for being here max and uh we'll talk to you guys next week